Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What about the podcast, Led? There it is. He's back. What's up, y'all? He's back. By popular demand. Well, man, I had I had people complain. I mean, you know, I got people upset at me, man. They didn't like how I was doing it. So, hey, we give the listeners what they want. That's right. That's right. We're all about the people, man. That's right. So, hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, what's up? Just, you know, just me being me. Yeah. Uh, just just not to... Uh, not to to boast, but just heads up that we did hit our five thousandth download. I know, that's exciting news amazing. and amazing. Four countries just in the last week, so what? so good stuff. Yeah, just in the last week. Yeah, just in the last week, four countries. That's so, uh, God does. That's what I'm talking about. Does amazing things when you just show up. So yeah, and then and then look look. Okay, so hey guys, I'm Hank, pastor of Mary Baptist Church. <laughs> I got my Hank. home slice, Miss Mona. Hey hey. I got Jelly Bean over there on the yep, mic. Yep. Um, so then Mona this week is sending me Facebook stuff too about our listenership and Facebook is like whatever. It's not listenership. Whatever it is. <laughs> I didn't really know the numbers. I just saw that there was an increase of increase a lot. Increase of a lot and of I was engagement like, with good. our posts. Yeah. So I'm like, bada bing, bada boom. Woo. Run tell that. That's right. So God's good, man. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, so, man, 5,000. Did you say 5,000? 5,000. It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> that is. Trust me, I double checked. I was like, that wait is a minute. unfathomable. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I know. I mean, you two are like the intelligentsia of this joint. And <laughs> no wonder we're in trouble. <laughs> and I'm saying, but I mean, I'm just the, the redneck host, man, that just sort of well, over I, here throwing out a word nerd thing every once in a well, while. Well, it's like we've talked about before. You know, people say, well, we're just a small little church at Mary. It doesn't matter what size the church is; the size of the God hadn't changed. That's yeah, it's right. the Church of the Living yeah. God. Man. Absolutely, I used to make. Right. I used to get so fired up at people. Sorry, say that. I try. I did that when I first came, yeah. but I have mended my ways. Yes, somebody else did that too. Okay, Bruce Gratterfield. We figured backwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so hey, I really I listened mm. to the. Okay, I just got to ask this before you really get going. Is it Laodicea or Laodicea? Or, I say Laodicea, you say Laodicea. That's what you read it last week okay. and said that. Sure. I almost live tweeted y'all through text. <laughs> Which is it? I, but I didn't know how to put that I, in there. I'll follow suit with you just because it it sounds correcter. Well, maybe it could, I'll call swear from down here. Yeah. Maybe. So I've I, always said Laodicea. We had about four syllables to it. Yeah. We, we, you know, we got to extend that <laughs> sucker out as long as we can. So anyway, I really enjoyed that, y'all. Mm-hmm. I learned a bunch in it. Um, it was good. So now, so little, let's pull the curtain back again. So this is me. This is me in sermons and and series and stuff. I get about halfway when we start something. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We get about halfway through and I'm always looking to the next thing. So we got a good five or six weeks before I'm really starting to get antsy to go somewhere else with this. So this week we're starting a series in entitled, Who Am I in Christ? Hmm. Um, I have... I think looking over there, I have about seven things written down, and I may add to it or may not. But so I want to talk to you about being in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and that thought, and what happens when we are in Christ? Uh, some adjectives, I guess, that would describe us, or just or truthfulness about who we are in Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. So you'll know. Right. And so, hey, let's get pen and paper out, and let's open our Bibles. It is story time with the Mosaic of Marion. Except this is true. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, like I was I like trying that. to figure, think of, I was posting about our, the podcast. I ended up just putting a link because I was like, how, how do we describe this podcast? There's no, there's no description. <laughs> Yeah, people. It's biblical. That's all. You yeah, exactly. Need to know. Just listen. It's, it's all biblical. about the Bible. That's the whole biblical thing, right? with a lot of stuff in it. <laughs> you know, a lot of fun stuff, man. So we're in Second Corinthians chapter five. We're going to start at verse sixteen. I'm going to ask. We're going to go our same route. Miss mm-hmm. Mona's going to read. Um, Jelly Bean is going to pray, and um, then we'll. I'll ask you a big question that I have. Oh, I have a Lanta. huge one. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm thinking I'm going to trip you guys up today. Oh. Jelly Bean is over there ignoring me. Like if I don't look at him, if I don't look at him, he's not it's talking tried, to me. True method since about sixth grade. I go with it. Don't make eye contact. And you're good. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for me to start then? All right. So Second Corinthians five, starting at verse sixteen. From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh, we regard him thus no longer. Therefore, if, it, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting us, to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just come to you again thankful for this message, this this good news, this gospel that uh, we are no longer a slave to, to death or to our sin and that we are a new creation made holy through your son's blood. Um, Heavenly Father, we just pray that through this podcast, those that would need to hear this message would hear it and know that there is life eternal, and it's only through Jesus Christ, your son. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. Amen, amen. Amen. All right, so here it is. You both ready? Eye contact, (laughs) Dan. Eye contact, Dan. (laughs) I'm looking at Mona because that way she knows she has to answer first. (laughs) It's tough, but I do think a lot of times and a lot I've talked about it um, in chapter one of Ephesians, I've talked about it through Colossians, um, some already. Best definition of what it means to be in Christ. Well, it means to belong to him, to be um, to be one with him, to um, that your life is in Christ in Christ. I know that doesn't answer the question. <laughs> Yeah, I was always told you can't give a definition with the definition being used of the same word. But what does that mean if you if yeah. you try and and um, put it in a picture, which I'm not very good at? But but that you're in the mid in the middle of Christ. Christ is all around you. Everything that you do, everything, every way that you live, is Christ. Okay, I 
kind of the, uh, I mean, I can't disagree. I, I, I've never heard a man put on brakes so fast in my life. <laughs> I can't dis- I just, <laughs> See, what happened was, uh, no, but uh, I can't disagree with Mona, obviously, because she's right. But no, I would just say that. that You're it, afraid of her. To, no. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and rightfully so. But the. Uh, <laughs> No, I would say that you stop being defined by who you were and you start being defined yeah. by who he is. Oh, see, he's so much That's, better at this yeah. than I am. And what I would hear, here's me. It's the fact that your entire life is bound up in mm-hmm. the life of Christ and his entire life of all eternity is bound up in you that is a finite being, which mm-hmm. is a crazy thought. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the half that we always forget. Yes. And and we sort of talked about that the Wednesday night, but um, and I put it on a devotion somewhere, but um, that we always forget that it's not just Christ in us, but uh, but it's him in not just us in Christ, but Christ in us yes. as well. And and sometimes I think about it and I can't even put to words how significant that is. Oh, yeah. You know, and when you talk about the covenant and the old covenant and the new covenant and that not just that we are God's people, but that he is our God. Mm-hmm. And there's, it, it, that's, see, it's so profound um, and significant that sometimes I just... I can't yeah, even voice it. I think we we read John 15 where it says, you know, he's the vine, mm-hmm. we're the branch, and and if we abide in him. But that same ver- chapter verses, mm-hmm. and he in yes. us. Yeah. Yes. That, yeah. So it, it's it's this pipeline we do. We so often think, well, I've got to be in Christ. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you do, and that's mm-hmm. absolutely 100% true. But he also has to be mm-hmm. in you mm-hmm. live, so that if if he's not in you— how does God the Father see Christ in us right. if he's right. not right. in us? Right. And so so often in what we're going to be looking at, some of these definitions, like in this, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, period, stop. Yep. Paul is talking about there in verse 16 that, you know, I had seen Christ in the flesh and I sort of saw him a fleshly way of whatever, you know, a prophet or, or whatever. Uh, Paul saw him when he was Saul mm-hmm. as a heretic, you know. But he says, now we don't we don't regard him that way anymore. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ and he sets the stand, and that's always the stage that is being set. He says, here's the key to this whole unlocking, this whole package is being in Christ. And that unlocks the characteristics, the attributes, the the um desires, the truths about Christ that listen are not just about Christ. But should now be found yeah. in us. Yep, absolutely. Yep. And so that's the reason he says they are. He is. They don't say mm-hmm. they are. He is. Which, hey, I wrote it down. Present tense. Mm-hmm. A new creation. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now, word nerd alert. I had to look this up because I wanted to make sure. So I said, okay, so what does it mean? To be a new creation. And and I, I knew what I thought. I mm-hmm. looked back at the old sermon I'd preached. And then I went to Strong's. It says, um, in respect, the word new, so I broke it down new. In respect to age, mm-hmm. freshness. Mm-hmm. Creation means a formation or a building. So what he's saying that you are this new thing in retrospect of age you are now beginning afresh and anew. So whatever age. So I got saved at the age of six. No, so I might have been six years old, but really at the age of six, I became something new, mm-hmm. a new beginning. That's where we talk about our people will say our spiritual birthdays and right. that. Mm-hmm. So you become something. He doesn't just remake it. Right. 
He doesn't just take it's it's to me and tell me if you agree or not. It almost goes back to the creation of Adam where out of nothing mm. he makes this living breathing being and so when we come to him although he has this mold there in our soul he creates this new living breathing being that's a new creation a new formulation a new building whereas housing the old you in a sense right. in a sense now old things have passed away right mm-hmm. but in that and and that's a beautiful picture because and that's why he starts by saying we regard no one according to the flesh. We regard no one according to what um, they used to be, yes. according to their old nature, according to um, to what they were then. Um, and so, because they are completely brand new, completely. I, look, I use I knew we we're talking about this. Mm-hmm. So, I told you guys came in. I, I'm. Um, performing the wedding ceremony mm. for this couple mm. and today I had the mm. privilege to lead both yeah. of them to faith in Christ yeah. today and so I looked at them I said here's what I want you to know yeah you are brand new people today right, mm-hmm. right. I don't know and I, I don't know their past I said I don't know your past I don't want to know your past I don't need to know your past mm-hmm. but whatever it is it's gone it's gone mm-hmm. if you and I said if you really meant what you just said and and by the way I wasn't talking about the prayer right I was talking about the moment I said, would you like to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior right now? And they both looked at me, tears in their eyes. Now, just because they cried, it doesn't mean it was real, okay. but they could have been emotional. I just said, if you meant it, when you said yes, mm-hmm. that's right. the moment of salvation. Right. Yep. It's not the prayer you pray. It's right. not the, the water you're baptized in. It's the moment when you say, I'm a sinner. The only way to get to heaven is through Jesus Christ and his blood, his perfect life, his death on the cross, his resurrection, mm-hmm. and his now reigning in heaven and me accepting that and confessing his Lord and Savior. That's the only way I can get to heaven. And when I say yes to that, mm-hmm. I'm a new creation. Right. Yep. So, so now we all, now that's wonderful, <laughs> right? You, you got anything to say about that whole new no, creation I, thing? I, the only thing uh, that, that I was going to point out is this is just one of those things I, I just will stand on until the day I die. One of one of Satan's favorite tricks or whatever you want to call it is to convince you that all that happened was you got a new coat of paint slapped on you. Yep. And if you're not careful, the old stains are going to show through again. So when that happens, it's so easy to, to get held hostage by, well, uh, you know, they say I'm a new creation, but if they really knew what happened, if they really knew what happened back then, I, I mean, look at me, I'm the same person still, you know. <laughs> Everything you just said, He's jumping that's, out of his chair. that's past tense yep. that we said. Yep. Scripture is in present tense. Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh, it just yep. hit me when you were just yes. saying that. Yes. Yeah, see, the enemy can only talk about your past. He Ooh. cannot talk about your present that's right. because the present, he would have to admit you're different. Yes. Yep. Tag team. Tag team. Yeah. You got me going down that road. Yeah. Well, in, in, I mean, and that's, girl. no, and that's what it says right here. He is a new creation. As you already pointed out that that's present tense. And then what does it say next? The old has passed away. Past tense. Past, right. Has passed away. It's mm. gone. Dead. Dead. And what were we before? Nerves. Dead. Right. <laughs> But that old now is completely dead to us. We are yeah. not no longer in you that. Don't have to respond to that. Yeah, stop to trying the, to drag a dead body. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. my golly, day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Quit trying to drag that, that dead, dead stinking body, man. <laughs> yep. What do I always say? If the horse dies, unsadly, man. Yep. Quit trying to drag that horse around too, man. <laughs> Listen, and he says it's the new. I love this. I love this. I just love this picture. I don't really have anything to say about it other than I love it. The new has come. Yeah. And everything we're going to talk about, y'all, 
about Jesus and every characteristic, go back to mm. all that stuff that we've talked about through these past two mm-hmm. years and it can be found in you. Yes. You can't say, well, this is the characteristics of Jesus and you've got Jesus in you, but you don't have those characteristics. That can't be true in the same sentence, can it? It's all or nothing. I yeah, mean, there's I mean, no it, partial. It, it, well, I mean, you know. Either I have Jesus or yeah. I don't have Jesus. Yep. Great. Now, if some you of have going, him, you have all of him. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I've got the whole Holy Spirit. That's yeah. the reason I tend to believe you have all the spiritual gifts in it. We're actually going mm-hmm. through spiritual gifts on Sunday nights now. You have them all, but yes, there are going to be some that are far more. Like literally, evangelism <laughs> is my number one, and my second one is it's literally it's 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 a ways. On There's down. a distance there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, of course, Mona evangelism is her bottom. <laughs> Didn't want to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, there goes on. so what comes with it, though? So what? And th- this is what I told the, these guys today, too. And, and we share it with with others. The reason when we do how I, we do evangelism a lot of times on mission trips. By the way, Mona's going back with me again to Brazil. Back to Brazil. Um, end of the month. Um, taking my daughter, taking Amy Heath again yeah. and um, Miss Mona and then several guys with the We'll do the three circles, and then we leave them the Gospel of John that we did the three circles in so that they can then have it to do what? Keep reading. (laughs) All this is from God who through Christ reconciled. See, that's what's happening. Yes. Now, what you don't get is this. If you're not in Christ, you're at war with. Now, you're talking about, I mean, mean, listen, boom. Right. Mm. There's no gray. Right. As my granddaddy used to say, you're either for us or you're against us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there, 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 yeah. there, is, there is not this little in yeah. the middle. Nope. You're for Christ or you're against Christ. And that's what he says. We Literally, reconciliation means to bring two parties at war mm-hmm. together. Yep. And that's what we have here. Going right. Well, to, into when we have been reconciled to Christ, then we move from being his enemy to being his friend to being his um, in his friend, child, yes, right, co-heir, all, right, all, all of, of that, that. Yeah. right, right. But we move the the main part is that we move from that enmity. We're no longer en- enemies with him. Yeah. So he says this, and that is, and then he says this. He get, and then he does. He doesn't just reconcile us. Then he says this to us. This is where we miss it. Yes. This is where my heart is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys know this. This mm-hmm. is right there for me. Mm-hmm. We have this ministry of reconciliation. Right. Now, some of you out there may say, "But I, I'm not equipped." None of us are. No. But it's the power of the Holy Spirit residing in us that gives us the ability. Is it Hank Meadows' words that 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 draws people to the cross? No. I have weak words. But when they come out of my mouth, I'm speaking the truth of Scripture yeah. when I'm giving yeah. a lot of Scripture. And it's the Holy Spirit that empowers yes. that word, that penetrates the heart. Go to Hebrews. It's now a podcast. Hebrews <laughs> chapter 4. It's living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged yes. sword, cutting to the very joints in the marrow. And intense of the heart. I love that part. And intense of the heart. Yep. Yeah. So, so the, the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, how can I say this nicely? It don't got no mess in it. <laughs> okay, now say it nicely. <laughs> so our job then is, is to get on God's team, and God's team has a bunch of evangelists. Yeah. He told Timothy, do the work of an evangelist. Right. 
You see, not all pastors are evangelists. Right, right. Right. I'm a much better, I think, and it's okay to agree. I'm a much better, you've seen it. I've seen it. I'm a much better evangelist than I am a pastor, and you you don't hurt my feelings saying that. <laughs> I just am, because that's my spiritual gift. So it's right. not, listen, you're not demeaning me at all. Right. It's not false humility. Well, I like your preaching, so I, I, I don't know say, that I'm like, going to say that. But it's but a close second if you, it is. Yeah, you definitely. There is definitely something about you when you are presented with an opportunity to share the gospel. There, there's just something that comes alive in you more. I mean, you're, more it, than it any makes other sense, thing. That, uh, I feel like that's what I mean. That drives your preaching. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that and that and that is very true, Dan. That that your preaching is centered around evangelism. Absolutely. So, yeah, it is. It is. I, but once again, I, and I, this wasn't to get you to boast no, about me. Was, I no, promise you, was all. not. No. I just flat love it. That's right. And at times, here's where I have to be careful. I just don't get why people don't love it right, and don't right. do it. So, that, you know what I'm saying? I mean, sometimes, you yeah. know, the spirit is like, okay, Hank, be a lot. But listen, not everybody's got the gift. Because <laughs> I'm going, why don't you just go share with them, man? I'm throwing Mona and Amy and I'll be throwing my, go share with them. And they're going, not my cup of tea. <laughs> go do it. But Drink the tea anyway. but everybody has it in them, uh-huh. or else he would not have said that, right. that we have. Yeah, and that, that word ministry, right. which means office, aid, or service, this that gave us. Mm-hmm. Paul said. Mm-hmm. So as he's writing to this church at Corinth, which was a carnal church, by mm-hmm. the way, he said he's given it to us. Right. That's all inclusive. Right. Yeah. Telling Timothy, who was a pastor, he said, do the work of an evangelist. So if he had to tell him, that meant he really didn't like it. Right. And that's okay. Right. Some people are called to be pastors. Right. But we all are called to this ministry of reconciliation that is in Christ. God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and trusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. Mm. Yep. Speak at it. Does the fact that then it says that because we've been given this message of reconciliation, because we have been given that message, um, I mean, that's what the therefore is. And then we are ambassadors for Christ. But so does that then move it to a, a, and I'm just asking, I'm speaking off without thinking. Um, Does that then move it to a different level because, um, as ambassadors for Christ, we ought to be representing him in mm-hmm. everything that we do. And so it doesn't matter if it's to people who don't know him and aren't reconciled to him or to people who already do, um, that we are to be ambassadors and representing him mm-hmm. no matter who we are with, uh, no matter what we are I doing. mean, look at just look at the life of Paul. Mm-hmm. Right. He didn't, just to put it bluntly, I mean, he didn't give a rip who he was standing right. in front of. Yeah. Right. King Agrippa. Right. Felix, right. the common person, right. the ch- uh, carnal church, what did he always do? Came around to his testimony yeah. and the truth mm-hmm. of the gospel. Right. Yep. And so that's how we have to. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, so an ambassador, 
doesn't speak what he wants to. He only says Absolutely. what he, the person he represents yes. tells him to speak. Oh, that's, right. that's why we have this ministry of reconciliation. We have it. It says, tells us what this message, and then it says we have the message of it. So we have the ministry, we have the message, mm. and now go be an ambassador. Yep. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, no, I was just saying there, there's two just really key things that, that kind of stuck out to me. And that is, um, number one, it, it tells us, uh, and by us, I mean those who have accepted Christ, it tells us um, where our reconciliation comes from. We didn't do it ourselves. Christ did it. Yeah. Christ right. reconciled us. So so we have nothing to boast about other than the fact that Christ, that we accept Christ and Christ accepted us into his family and, and we can boast about God. Well, the second part of that is, that now that we know that that we can't boast about ourselves, we're we're to go share that ministry of reconciliation. It seems so small, but if you view your ministry and, and that that service as an ambassador as coming from a place to help people reconcile with God through Jesus Christ, it really should impact the spirit that you go about it with because you understand that you were at war with God at one time, mm-hmm. and that Christ reconciled you, and now there are others. So so. This idea, uh, you know, if you're coming from that point, it should do away with a lot of the, well, my sins aren't as bad as your sins and things like that, because you understand that you were an enemy of God at yep. one point, if not for Christ. Well, if you broke the law at one point, you broke the whole Absolutely. law. First um, Timothy, Paul writing to Timothy says in, in chapter two, verse, there's one mediator mm-hmm. between God and man, right? the man, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. He is the one doing the reconciling through us. Now he right. will work through people. Yep. Yep. But he is taking the hand of God, and Jesus is taking the hand of whoever mm-hmm. this sinner is, and he's bringing them together. He's using people to be his body, mm-hmm. his hands and feet. So that's why. Listen, you can't do it without the Word. Right. You gotta have the Scripture. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. If, I mean, if, if I go and talk to you about Jesus, but I never, or about going to heaven, mm-hmm. but I never talk about Jesus, I never use Scripture. Then what am I really doing? Mm-hmm. Right. I have to tell what Jesus yes. told me. Right. Yes. I'm an ambassador. I've got this message mm-hmm. of reconciliation. And so we're right on time today, y'all. Ooh. And listen, so then we get to where it's called the great exchange. Mm, yes. Which so the great exchange, which is why all of I mean, isn't this like why all of how we are able to be reconciled yes. with God? Mm-hmm. Um, and how we are able to have that message of reconciliation. Yeah, he's telling us all the nuts yeah. and bolts of it. Yeah. Here it is. This is yeah. who you are. This right. is how you are. This is what you're to right. be doing. And now let me, it's like he just says, okay, I've given you all these nuts and bolts. Then let me just give you the foundation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let me tell you how it really occurred. Yep. And we get to verse 21. To me, and I know I say a lot of times, I mean, John 10, 10 is, is quite possibly my favorite verse in the Bible. But let's just be honest. John three sixteen is overwhelming. <laughs> the, the greatest, the greatest verse in the mm-hmm. Bible. I, I would, I would argue with anybody that that's the, not mm-hmm. the greatest verse in the Bible. Second Corinthians chapter five verse twenty one has got mm-hmm. to be like the second mm-hmm. greatest verse in all of Scripture. Right, right. I mean, because it just it flat just tell. I mean, it's called the Great Exchange. Right. Yeah. <laughs> For our sake, mm-hmm. uh, we 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 don't have time really to, to unpack everything. So. For our sake, man, he made him Mm. to be sin. Mm -mm. Yes. Put it on him. Yep. 
Jesus Christ never was a sinner. No, nope. absolutely right. But he made him to be sin in the same way that the high priest made that goat to be yeah. sin yeah. for the people on the day of atonement yes. when he put his hand right. upon his yeah. head, yep. which transferred the sins of the Israelites to that goat. Mm. Yep. Jesus was made to be sin by God the Father, in a sense, putting his hand upon him and saying, this is mm. this is the divine yes. yep. lamb. Yep. So he made him to be sin who knew no sin. That's the key. Right. Dream. I'm reading this book by Jerry Vines on John 3.16, and he he's talking at one point. I, I'm just going to read this to you real quick. I sometimes imagine that God, knowing mankind would sin and need a Savior, surveyed the farthest reaches of heaven. He looked for someone to send to earth to be the Savior. He surveyed all the cherubim and seraphim. None of them would do. He looked at the archangels and the angels. None was good enough. Then his holy gaze fell upon his darling son. Mm. In the councils of the Godhead, it was agreed that the Son would come to be the Savior of the world. Mm -hmm. yep. No one else would do. Right. We had to have us. Yep. Because it was us that sinned. Right. But it had to be a perfect us. Yes. Yep. Right. That's why when people tell you that he came as man, he was the God-man. Yes. He may not have let his his glory shine through at all times, mm -hmm. but his glory was always there. Absolutely. Absolutely. For his sake, for our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him, there it is again, in him, yep. we might become the righteousness of God. Right. We, I don't care if we go past a little bit. Go. <laughs> then what you got? Well, just first of all, I always point out that phrase so that. Um, because why did God make Jesus be sin, even though he knew no sin? Why did he do that? So that we might be the righteousness. Mm -hmm. So that we might become the righteousness of God. He did it for our sake. He did it so that we might become. That's why he did it. And by the way, he did it when we were enemies right. of God. We were, and while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. God's gonna say, "Don't, don't just leave him hanging. Go on and finish that." <laughs> for God demonstrated His love toward us in, in that. that. Right. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just piggyback off of that for, for my kind of final thought here. And it's just that, um, you know, that is way trying to tell us we're out of time. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Try to be smooth about it. Thanks a lot. No, um, he always calls us out. It was, it was, uh, you know, again that fact we don't like it, but if you're not in God's family, you're His enemy. There's no, there's yeah. that gray area doesn't exist. But then there's a couple of key phrases that just dumbfound me. And it's, um, let's see, God making his appeal through us. Okay, we said before, you would never go seeking God on your own. Right. God is calling to you. But who who benefits so much from this? We do because we we get eternity with God. Yeah. And, and so we're saying he's making an appeal to his enemy to give this enemy something they don't deserve. And he's offering peace. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. But it's yeah. coming from himself fighting yes. the war himself. Absolutely. Oh my Atlanta, that's yeah. a good thought. Yeah. And then um oh, and then back to twenty one, for our sake. And and look, I've had people I don't get along with. How many times are you gonna go out of your way for their sake? And it just goes to show you the depth of God's love for you, and that's not based on who you are, but on who he is. So it's not going to change because he doesn't. So when he's talking there, listen to what he says. 
He wants you to be rooted and grounded in love. This is in Ephesians that you may have strength to mm. comprehend. Yes. yes. What is the breadth and length and height and depth to know the love of God that surpasses knowledge. Yes, yeah. Now just let that sink in. Yes. yes. He said, I want you to I know what's the know. height, the breadth, the length, yeah. and the depth of this, of but, the knowledge that surpasses knowledge. Right. <laughs> so it's okay if it's a little hard to comprehend, you know. Or of the love that surpasses knowledge. Yeah. I want you to get the grasp of it, although it's beyond, <laughs> it's your, grasp beyond your grasp. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what he's saying. Does that mean gravy? This is good, man. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, just, uh, in short, bookmark this and come back to it because you're going to need it all the time. You know? I, I literally read Second Corinthians five seventeen at least once a week. Yeah. That passage right. down through verse right. twenty one. Give me your big thought. He just gave us his. No, he took a pot shot at us in the middle of it, trying, or at me. <laughs> just in case you didn't know, I, I'm finishing up and I'm leaving. So you guys do what you want. <laughs> um, and so I'm going to go back to the beginning and what we talked about, and just highlight that again. That from now on, it says in verse 16, we regard no one according to the flesh. Yep. So once we have become that new creation. Once we are in Christ, once we become that righteousness of God, that is Jesus' righteousness on us. And we talked about that last week. Um, and so listen to the church of Laodicea. Um, but that then we are completely new and we are no longer to be regarded according to how what our flesh nature was. Great new creation. Right. Might as well have a new social security number. <laughs> you, you actually do. It's It's in heaven. There you yeah, go. That's right. Boom. That's right. Yep. Here it is. Here's my big thought. When you read scripture and passages like this, no one should ever say God does not love you. Absolutely. That's right. Because God flat loves mm. the unlovable. Yep. yep. And I know that because he loved me. Yep. And it makes me want to cry. Yep. yep. Let's pray. Father, God, we're so thankful that you do love the unlovable. You love the fatherless. You love the ones who have no hope. And you took everything for those that had nothing to offer so that we could spend eternity in heaven with you. So thankful that you're a loving God. Help us to never forget all that you did. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hey, my name's Hank Meadows. I'm pastor of Mary Baptist Church, and I've got my home slice with me, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. Got my man Jelly Bean over there yep, yep. running the running the box <laughs> or whatever that thing is. Pushing Next week, um, we're forgiven. Mm. In Christ, we are forgiven. We're going to talk about that next week. Bye. Pretty good eyes to see it way yeah, over yonder. Pretty, especially we're reading it's your upside writing. down. <laughs> um, hey, guys. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye, y'all.